Welcome to the Inspired Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Lauren Parrish. In this podcast, I'm going to be interviewing Charlie Parrish. Charlie is a stuntman, martial artist, bodyguard, and overall pretty amazing human. He's also a Reiki master and happens to be my husband. I'm really excited to share his insights with you. He has a lot of experience with horses and a lot of experience with horses before he even met me. Join me in welcoming Charlie Parrish. Thanks, Beth. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here and be uh, sharing some time on your podcast. Awesome. Charlie, when did you first get involved with horses and how did you connect with them? It kind of seems like I've always been around horses. I've got family that uh, were in the, the cattle business as cowboys and whatnot. So I grew up in a rural area in Texas and everybody I knew knew how to ride. So from some of my earliest memories, I was around horses. As far as connecting with them, they're just such big, beautiful creatures. I think every kid is fascinated with uh, how such a large creature will let you crawl on their back and take you places. Um, so I've been fascinated from the beginning. Also, my family's primarily Comanche, and the Comanche Nation was known for being a, a people of the horse. So it's, it's also a part of my heritage. That's beautiful. What would you say is the most important thing to remember when dealing with fear around horses? Wow, that's a big question. Fear is such a stumbling block for a lot of people. And it's even worse around horses because they sense your fear, like all animals. But because they're a prey animal, their response to fear triggers more quickly. Uh, they jump into that fight or flight. So if they if they don't have a clean exit, they click over to fight, and it can be very dangerous. It's a 1,500-pound animal. So it's very important for you to be able to monitor your own fear and find that place in, of calm so that you can share that calmness with the horse. And how do you often suggest people find their sense of calm? The way I approach it is I go into the situation and think, What's the worst that can happen? And then I plan accordingly. If it's an unreasonable fear, if it's just a fear that's inside me, it's not situational, then I go through my mind and, and look for the source of that fear and then break it down into information. Am I afraid because it's a large animal? Sure, but it's a trained large animal. So that fear is not valid anymore. Am I afraid of falling off? Maybe. Well, I've fallen off before and I'm still around. So what can I do to maintain safety if I do fall off? Wear my helmet, train myself on how to hit the ground effectively without causing damage. You know, have a plan. I love that. Thank you so much. I mentioned that you're a Reiki master. If you want to explain to people what Reiki is and how you use it to help the horses and how they respond. Outstanding. Yeah, Reiki is an energy modality similar to acupuncture, except without the needles. It works on the same energy systems because the body is basically a bioelectric machine. Everything you eat, 
uh, even the sunlight, what you breathe, all combines to create energy like you're a huge battery. Sometimes when you're injured or ill or tired or sad, it draws too much power from that battery and it, it leaves you depleted. So what I do as a Reiki master is gather up all of this, all of this universal energy that's, that exists around us all the time and apply that to those energy deficiencies in you or in your horse. And it's much easier working on horses or all animals really because they are in tune with their energy all the time. With humans, I've got to get past that mental framework of, oh, does this really work? With horses, they just sense the energy and go, oh, that's good for me. I would like more of that, please. And you see that often with horses when you start doing energy work. They will move their bodies so that your hands are where they think they need them. And they, uh, they appreciate it very quickly. Uh, I remember one of our horses, Beth uh, Bentley, when we first met him, was a very angry, very aggressive horse. And he was in pain. And I started doing Reiki on him and his hip spontaneously adjusted. And immediately it changed his whole demeanor. He was softer. He was more relaxed. It's a great asset to have in your tool bag. Um, you know, anything we can do to make the, the lives of our horses better, I think we should do. Absolutely. And side note, that meeting with Bentley was actually our second date so Bentley was clearly telling me, I like this guy. You should keep him. <laughs> I'm sure glad he did. Me too. And thank you for working on him that day. That was just a beautiful thing. So what has shifted within you as a result of being with horses? You know, I think the thing that shifts the most for me is when you're with your horse, you kind of have to be your authentic self. You have to put away all of the, the trivial ideas that your day-to-day -day world fills your head with because they want your complete attention and they should have it, not only for your safety because they are a big animal, but also because they deserve us at our best. And they bring that out in us. I've Many a time I've gone outside stressed from whatever is going on in, in the world or in my life and walked up to one of our horses like Indy, and had him put his head against my chest and let me kiss him between the ears. And I just feel the stress wash out of me. And they are a great template for learning who your authentic self really is. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Charlie, do you have any special horses you'd like to talk about? Well, they're, they're all special. Um, I've loved every horse I've ever had the honor to share time with. But my absolute heart horse was a horse named Bugsy. And I also met him through you. And I remember the first day I saw him, he had his head sticking out of his stall and his tongue was sticking out the corner of his mouth. And it was such a goofy expression. I immediately felt a kinship to his goofiness and thought, you know, that is probably the perfect horse for me. <laughs> and, you know, after a while, we were able to actually make a deal for him. And I had a, such a clear sense of that horse and such a complete trust with that horse. Um, he, was, he was brilliant. He was amazing. He was talented. He was goofy. And 
we shared a bond that I had never had before or probably since. Um, I miss him every day. I still remember the day that you came back on the trail with him. Do you want to tell people what happened? <laughs> so I ride Western and Bugsy and I were on a trail in California that was usually a pretty exciting trail because homeless folks would jump out of the bushes at you and there are all sorts of different riders and motorcyclists and bicyclists. So you kind of had to be prepared for anything. And we were riding along and the curb strap broke on my bridle and it flipped the bit up in his mouth so that it was poking right into the roof of his mouth. And exactly at that moment, a group of trail riders came cantering, well, actually galloping full bore down the trail at us which was kind of a perfect mixture for an explosion. And I just dropped the reins over his neck and then reached down around his neck and gathered him underneath so that I wasn't putting pressure on his mouth. And I still had control. And to his credit, he stood stock still and just watched them go by. Never a hiccup, never, never any stress. But because I didn't have anything with me to fix the curb strap, I ended up having to fashion a, a lead out of the reins and and hand walking back to the barn. And he was fantastic. Yeah, that was such an interesting sight when I was I was actually in the arena teaching and I saw you coming back. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I'm so glad he was a good boy for you. If you could share three things for the horse world to remember always, what would these three things be? No matter what the situation is, kindness is always the best approach. Number two, listen to your intuition. Listen to your heart. Listen to your gut. It's telling you things for a reason. You might not understand what that reason is immediately, but you'll figure it out eventually. If you don't listen, you're going to find out a lot sooner and you're not going to like the result. And three... Remember that horses are sentient beings. They have their own wishes, their own desires, their own insecurities. And they need to be treated like a sentient being and approached with, with love and kindness and respect. Oh, so beautiful. Is there anything you wish people would ask you? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I love talking. It's one of the things I do all the time. And I love the free exchange of ideas. So I just wish people would ask me more questions. Questions allow us to know each other. They allow us to grow more. Just any chance I get to offer insight or assistance, I'm always welcoming of that. Love it. Is there anything else you'd like to add? First, I want to applaud the people listening to this podcast for being open to ideas that are not necessarily in the mainstream yet, but hopefully they will become mainstream. And, you know, I just hope that as you move forward in your horse journey, you will remember to plan ahead, provide for, you know, the unknown or unexpected, and always lead with kindness. Yes, love it. Thank you so much, Charlie. How can people get a hold of you if they'd perhaps like to do some distance 
Reiki healing for themselves or their horses? Um, the easiest way is through my website, which is charlieparish.com. It has links to my Reiki and, you know, my film work, my self-defense stuff. It's probably the best clearinghouse for um, any information around me. Um, you can also find me on IMDb for those who are interested in the film side of what I do. And I'll provide links for that in the description. Charlie, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Thank you. It was a blast. You're welcome. And may the horse be with you always. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that interview. And if you'd like to get a hold of Charlie, feel free to check out his website, charlieparish.com. And if you would like to find out more about Inspired Riding, you can look up my website, inspiredriding.com. And feel free to reach out, email me, let me know what you think of these podcasts, and if you have ideas for more interviews. Remember to lead with kindness for yourself and for your horse. Thank you so much for listening, and may the horse be with you always. Always.